welcome back to Raise 'em Rad with Joe and Emma Radosevich. Hey. Um, this is season two. Yes. It's gonna of... be a short season, yep. four to six weeks, but still season two. And this is episode one of our Puppy Chronicles. Yep. So thanks for listening. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> All right, so tell me, what is our season two going to be about? So we got a new puppy for all sorts of reasons. We're going through a bunch of change right now. And so why not? Well, <laughs> yeah. So right now, while I'm in between jobs, this will be the best chance for me to train a puppy because I wanted oh. I wanted to have... Biscotti is our puppy, and he's, yeah, he's behind us right now. Uh, I, we really wanted to have a well-behaved family pet. That yeah. we love having in the house. We love having with us. The kids love him. We love him. He loves us. And we were like, we just could, couldn't could do it really until I was free. And my previous job was just too busy to mm-hmm. train a dog. So anyway. So so the podcast. Anyway. So the podcast was like, well, with this podcast, we just try to like document something that we're doing. Yeah. Just we, a conversation about training our dog season one was about our garden this little miniature season two was like hey i mean there's lots of podcasts and videos about training a dog lots of books on that but like i personally would be interested in a discussion of how somebody trained their dog what worked what didn't work what are they learning honestly i feel like i'm getting trained more than he is yeah he's like playing so he's playing right now he hated that for a while Sometimes I hold him in my lap in the evening, but right now he was really needing to get some energy out. So right now he's playing with some stuff. So that's what the podcast will be about. Us documenting, training our puppy. Mm-hmm. What works, what doesn't work for us. Cool. So. Okay. Well, let's get started. All right. All right. So why did we name our puppy Biscotti? Why did we name our puppy Biscotti? Well, um, we were trying to find a good name. So, well, we actually started with what kind of dog we, did we want? Yes, this is true. That actually was where it started. So, what was really important to you? Curly hair. <laughs> yeah, you wanted a teddy bear. Yes. So I love, um, you know, something that's got uh, some poodle in it to get that curly hair and... Just the adorable, yeah, like the adorable face <laughs> forever. I also did not want a big dog, and I didn't want a tiny dog that I'm going to step on. So uh, we needed something more like a medium size. Plus, we have little ones. Yeah. And we don't want a dog that, like, can look them in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. So some of it was the... So some of it was looks. You wanted that. We also wanted a dog with low shed yep. hair. So yeah. you can't guarantee that. This but is going to be, we wanted to be a house. Yeah, but poodle types have, uh, uh, or poodle mixes have lower shed hair. So that was a part of it. But I wanted a well-behaved dog for the family. You'd never had a dog before. Yep. And I wanted a dog that was, like, loved to be with the family. So just yeah. really affectionate. Um I wanted a dog that was easily trained because I know the kids, some of the kids really want to play with them and play fetch and do different yeah. stuff. And so I wanted a dog that was not going to be super stubborn and independent, but just 
affectionate, loves to be with us, loves to please us. And so I kind of had in mind all of the stuff you wanted and the stuff that I wanted. Uh, some kind of Cocker Spaniel Poodle mix was what we were looking for. I knew, yes, I know it's called a Cockapoo, but Biscotti is actually three quarters Cocker Spaniel. Yeah. One quarter Poodle. And so he is the color of a cookie. Like, it's kind of the color yeah. of brown sugar. He's kind of like a chocolate chip cookie color. Uh, like, and, before it's baked. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we were trying to find a name, and we... We had a name. We were like, oh, I think we're going to name him Kalmar after a person slash wolf in, in a, a book, book series that we love. a book that we love. But it just was kind of like... We didn't love it, but like we wanted to use the name, but we yeah. didn't really love it. And so, some we were like trying all different stuff, books for name. I'm sorry, names from books we love and different stuff. Yeah. And finally, I said, "We're learning Italian as a family. Why don't we look for an Italian, Italian name?" Italian word. We're like, "Oh, an Italian word. This will be fun." So I look up a list of Italian dog names or dog something something Some words, names okay. for dogs. If you're an Italian person, I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> And so I read them all aloud at the dinner table. And when I said Biscotti, we all went, that's it. <gasps> that's our dog's that's name. Biscotti. Like we just knew. So he yeah. is Biscotti. So, and Biscotti is Italian for cookie. So it fits. He yeah. looks like a cookie. Yep. So anyway, some one of the kids say was calling him the cookie dog. They might have. Yeah. I also really dog. love it because um, our three-year-old shortens it to Scotty. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. the funny thing is, all growing up, I loved Scotty dogs. Yeah, well, <laughs> so uh, now I'm like, I have a Scotty dog. <laughs> it actually fits what I wanted in a name too. I wanted a name with two to three syllables yeah, that ends in a long vowel, vowel, so that when we call it, it's very distinct for him. Yeah. Um, so that because dogs don't really understand words, they just mm -hmm. understand sounds. Yeah. As whatever, and so yeah, it's like just conditioning them to the sound and stuff. It's a very distinct sound. So that's why we ended up with Biscotti mm -hmm. and why we ended up naming him Biscotti. That wind. Right now we're having the most snow we've had this year. And it's like a storm. Honestly, it kind of looks like a blizzard. Not quite it's blizzard conditions, but yeah, it's coming out pretty bad. I was just out taking the dog potty. Mm -hmm. Yep, so, that's what you got to do. Which I was surprised at how much I loved that. Like I, I kind of had fun when I took him out. Remember uh, when the bandits? Day that was. I'm sorry. Remember when the person was crashing the purple car and was running through town, and oh, people yeah, were yeah. worried about guns? Yeah. So there was some you kind of high speed chase from a town camera. somewhere else down the interstate. They ended up here. I was actually scared to go and shut our shed door. I'm chi <laughs> I mean, I'm chicken. I'm just. We're like listening to the police scanner, and people are all like, "Oh my gosh, I can hear somebody breathing in and, my backyard," and, and we're like, "What?" <laughs> and we hear their police combing our town, and we're like, "What is going on?" And like hijacked cars and armed people running through the neighborhood. Yeah, what's like going on? Shooting somebody. And I was like afraid to go to our shed, but I have found I love Biscotti. Oh, don't do no, that. No. Uh, I. Yeah, that's a boy. That's what you can chew on. Um, I love standing out in the cold, listening to the tree cre trees creak. Cool. You know, Biscotti's like, what are those geese noises? <laughs> and. Like, it just really doesn't bother me. So, anyway. That's fun. Cool. So, um, I, we've kind of mentioned a few of these, but what are, like, goals that you have for our dog? Well, let's start with your goals. What are your goals? Um, 
I have no idea. Oh, I don't want him to bark and jump on people that come into our house. Did I have other goals? I was just curious. If I you have had, no idea. That's your, your biggest goal is he doesn't bark and jump on people. Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my goals are that he be a really well-behaved joy to be around for our whole mm -hmm. family. Um, I mean, realize there's going to be seasons that we go through when he's a puppy and different stuff, but I just want him to be a joy to be around so that he obeys gladly. Yeah. Uh, and we are not like constantly having to, you know, hold him back. I want him to walk on a leash easily mm -hmm. without pulling at us. I want the kids to be able to play fetch with him. Um, I want him to be able to do a trick called Cookie Nose. Wow, he's going to town on that thing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Poor guy. He's got a pink sock monkey in my lap right now. We've got two teething beings in our house right now. And two potty training -ish. And two fussy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want him to be able to do a trick called Cookie Nose, where you put a cookie on his nose, or a dog biscuit, uh -huh. and he holds it. And then when you say take it, then he kind of flips, flips it and grabs it. Yeah. it. That's like I want him to do trick. Man. I want him to like have fun doing those kind of things with us. Yeah. Um, so I want him to be house trained. Yeah. Like those. I think that's kind of. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. You want that, obviously. Um, and I don't want him to die right now. Yeah. We don't like, do let's have a wrong. good, let's have a good long, like biscotti. Yeah. It'll be really sad though. Someday. So anyway, that. that was kind of like <laughs> getting the report from the vet this week. Hey, everything's in the clear. You're all good. He's, just kind of nothing wrong with him. That just made me go, okay, he's got it's a good, good start to life. Um, so anyway, that's are my goals for him. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, what, uh, resources are you using for training? So, I am using a book called Training the Best Dog Ever. I should get the title, the, the author's name. Let me grab that. Okay. Um, so. So it's actually uh, been a pretty cool book to listen to you tell me about it. Um, the author's story and then also the different like things. Like there, this is a five week training it's not like that's all you ever do. But, yeah, it's... But you start off with that, which is kind of cool. Which is... Because I love a good plan. Yeah. I love a good plan. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> called Training the Best Dog Ever by St Dawn Sylvia Stasewitz and cool. Larry Kay. I went like a nerd and said, hey, what are the best dog training books? Mm -hmm. I bought two of them, checked out several other ones from mm -hmm. the library, and was like, I think this is a book that's going to work for me and for us. Um... And it's built on positive reinforcement, which is interesting. I'll explain that in a second. Um, and then, but the other resource that I use, so this book is good. And one of the best things about it is it's a, here in five weeks, this is what you should work out on with a training log for each week. So I can know, Hey, are I we, thought that was awesome. I was like, Oh wow. So he and I take 10 minutes every afternoon and we work on certain skills. Yeah. And then next week we'll have other skills that we'll work. I'm like surprised he's already learning those things. Which, by the uh, way, Biscotti is an excellent sitter. Yeah, he has. He actually thinks he's trained so proud me. Of him. He's like, hey, if I sit, this guy will give me treats. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he just sits there. He just sits there. He's, he's like, like I'm gonna Because <laughs> this guy's gonna give me treats all day. Um, so it's a really cool book. I love the the play on words. At first, I thought it was I'm gonna train my dog so he becomes the best dog ever. 
And then I realized, no, the meaning of it is I'm going to train this dog that is already the best dog ever because he's mine. That would be, yeah. So anyway, super cool. Uh, but I'm also using, but one of the things, the weaknesses of the book is sometimes there's not good explanation mm. or, hey, here's an a idea if something's not working. Yeah. And so there's a website called clickertraining.com based around the theory, these the same theories that this book is based around. Um, somebody, her name is Karen Pryor, uh, has a book called Don't Shoot the Dog. Like you've got a lot of options whenever there's an issue. And one of the options is just shoot the dog. Oh, and she's like, don't shoot the dog. That's there's other, There's better options. Which is interesting to think, oh, there are multiple ways for me to handle this issue. Um, so, But clickertraining.com has kind of an in-depth article on different things you want to deal with. Like yeah. the puppy is mouthing and is really hurting me. Like what do I do? Okay, here's some, here's some things to work on. Here's uh-huh. some things to do. Puppy doesn't um, like to sleep by himself. Yeah, puppy doesn't <laughs> like to sleep by himself. Hey, and so it's not just a, a paragraph or a couple paragraphs. It's an article devoted to that kind of an idea. You know, what treats should I give my dog? Like, that is a really good resource. So those are the resources I'm using. Uh, So, but positive reinforcement is the idea that, so normally, at least this is what, when I was a kid, I tried to train our dog, who was very unruly, uh, and I started with healing, which I have since learned is one of the most advanced things a dog can do, because they have to pay, (laughs) they have to pay very close attention to the, the master's movements at all times to heal. You got then they so a dog can really only do that for a short period of so time. So did you get really frustrated? Yeah, I was like, "What's what's wrong? I'm telling her what to do. I'm holding her in position, and she won't stay." <laughs> Bless her heart, she didn't know, um, yeah. and I didn't know either. Uh, so anyway, but negative reinforcement is when the dog does something you don't want and you punish it. Oh yeah. And so what? That's kind of normal. But it, it doesn't make any sense because then the dog has to try and figure out what do you want? Because what I want you right. to do is give you, I want you to give me treats. I want you to give me praise. I want you to give me encouragement. Affection. I want you to give me affection. And all I get is punishment when I do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Positive reinforcement has two sides to it because you, what you're doing is encouraging the dog to do the things you want him to do. Yeah. Because at least, at least this is my, this is our dog. But Scotty is really simple. If I encourage him to do something, and give him what he wants, which is affection, treats, yeah, uh, play, and all that. Then he will keep do- giving me that, tr- yeah, because he wants affection, which he's actually more motivated by affection than treats. Uh, <laughs> and so, instead of punishing the bad stuff, I just ignore it. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I don't get affection whenever I do something bad, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to do that anymore because mm-hmm. what I want is affection and treats." So positive reinforcement actually has two sides to it. You're reinforcing the good stuff that you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're working on so far. Yeah. So and in our first week of having a puppy, what are some high points? He has bonded really fast. Okay. So I actually thought that, hey, Biscotti. <laughs> He's trying to bite. He was trying to bite my pants. Um and so he, I hold him away from me whenever he does that. So he goes, oh, I want to be held close, so I'm not going to bite his pants. Um, and so you're doing it again. So <laughs> talk for a second. Okay. <laughs> so what was the question? Oh, high point. Yeah, you're right. He has bonded. And I actually really 
I, when he came home, when he brought him home that first day, and I just sat, like, in the pen with him and just, just holding him. Like, it was so sweet. I loved it so much. I still love it. But um, I felt like he really likes me, too, which is fun because I've never had a dog before. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I have a dog, and it likes me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, highlights, he's bonded to me, so I hand feed him, which we're not going to go into every detail. So, But I hand feed him in his crate, so he associates... His name, which I tell him while he's eating, uh, me and the crate, it was good things. All good things come from Joe. And he gives me food, and this crate is a good place to eat, you know, is a good place mm-hmm. for me to be at. Yeah. And my name means he's going to do something for me. And so trying to get him to, and so he's like bonded to me super fast. Uh, I also tether him periodically. So I'll do the dishes and I'll have him tethered to my pants, you know, my belt loop or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just put his leash on a little like carabiner and he'll <laughs> sit at my feet. He'll play around where I'm at. And if I walk in a different direction, he'll often go that direction with me. So then when I take him off of the tether, then he will follow me anyway. Cause he wants to be yeah. with me. And so he really likes me. Uh, a highlight would be when the kids come over, Ivy Joe just thinks he's the greatest thing mm-hmm. and she wants to do what I do. So she wants to sit with him while he plays. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Which she could be a danger she to says, him. She says hi to him. <laughs> it's so cute. She could be a danger to him because she's just a one-year-old and could fall over. And, and uh, but and then of course he could be a danger to her because they don't know what each other's doing. But uh, those are highlights. The fact that he sits like blows my mind. I'm intrigued by this. Uh, the fact that he sits <laughs> it blows my mind. Um, what else? Is a highlight. I, don't know. I guess the, the the positive reinforcement that we're doing works. He is associating his crate as a good thing. He uh, doesn't mind going in there. Doesn't mind riding in the car in the crate. Um, yeah, which is awesome. He. Exciting. We're kind of setting the stage for hey, we learning skills. Um, He's calming down at night now. Mm-hmm. And so before he was really, really whining a lot. Yeah. Good boy. It's taking uh, him less time to settle down. Yeah, it's taking him less sure. time to settle down at night uh, to know, hey, the pen is a good place. Well, and again, you know, they they take good care of me here. So those are uh, highlights. What about some low points? Well, he's doing it right now. He's super bitey, but I mean, he's a puppy. Yeah, he uh, super mouthy. And so one of the things that I had, that we were trying, one of the things we were trying was to get him to realize that biting hurts and I want to stop that. And what we were doing was not working. He was getting worse until he couldn't be around the kids. Just like the second day, he was just really like, just chewing on me like crazy so that was a little light i had to like change course and teach the kids hey if he starts mouthing or chewing on your clothes get out of the pen which by the way we have an exercise pen that unless i can play pay close attention to him then he plays in that pen so he has space to play in the house toys to play with but yeah, that way, not just running around the house because he could easily chew, you know, get eat, swallow, do oh, something yeah. with one of the kids' toys. So, unless I can play close attention, 
And it also means the kids can play with him in the pen, but if he starts misbehaving and chewing uh-huh. on them, they can get out. Then they can get out. Um, so, it's really nice. yeah, so that's a low light. The, the chew, you know, I was like, okay, well, that, that method is not working. Yeah, I think something else is just that amount of like anxiety that you've had <laughs> over yeah. a puppy. I mean, because it's like, it's another being like that we're responsible for in our house. And I mean, Biscotti does not have a soul. We don't have to shepherd him, but in that way, but like, he's got to be fed and you have to take him out constantly. And he didn't, he doesn't like to sleep alone yet. And, um, yeah, I've been to take him to the vet and make sure like everything's okay. We got to give him medicine, make sure he doesn't get any parasites. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I was really it is like having yeah. a newborn only. It's really weird for me. Like, I'm not the one taking care of the newborn. And it's yeah. like kind of bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So I've actually been sleeping next to him on an air mattress because I'm trying to get him to where he is comfortable both in his crate and in his pen at night. So, um, yeah, anyway. he's doing a lot better. And so he he's will doing sleep a lot. in his crate now. Uh huh. And he'll play cool. in there without you heard him barking a little bit earlier, but he doesn't really yip or bark a whole lot anymore. Because uh, again, we were pro- we were reinforcing good behavior when he's really quiet. When he's know, quiet and behaving, and telling him he's such a good dog and loving on him. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, the anxiety I didn't like. Like I mean, I woke up this morning. Yeah, I woke up this morning like three o'clock and was like, "Is he okay?" And I'm like, <laughs> and so I was just I was actually concerned for his health the most. I was like, I just want a, a healthy dog to start off life with. Oh, we got poop. Uh-oh. Biscotti, no. Well, that was fun. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, so he just had an accident on his puppy pad. He came to us trained to go um, on these puppy pads. And so I usually take, I try to take him out every 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. but And when I do that, most of the time he'll go outside. And we can go, but sometimes he'll be taking a nap and I won't wake him from his nap. And so he'll get up from his nap and have an accident. But he goes on the puppy pad. I'm just like so amazed at that. Like, it just seems like really. I'm like really thankful. He's just not just going everywhere in this pit, in the exercise pen and stuff. He goes to the puppy pad and um, does his business. And so just now he pooped, but he pooped on the pad. So it's like, okay, well, this, we can clean this up. Easily. Yeah. So then we took him outside, let him have a chance, but we're in the, he doesn't love the snow. And so I have to like clear a yeah, patch. I have to do that. But yeah. what you noticed just now was pretty interesting. Yeah. So he was barking, um, but he was facing where Joe has been keeping his like coat and stuff to take him outside and his leap and the, with a leash. He was like looking right at it and barking. And so I wondered, and this was right before he pooped. And I'm like, is that him communicating? I need to go. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. We need to watch that because it's. Because he's done that before. I've seen him do that. And I'm like, huh, okay. But I've never, then I've never noticed, oh, did he just like go to the bathroom after that or whatever? Well, because usually I take him outside. I mean, he doesn't usually. Throughout anyway, the day, go on we'll his puppy see. pad unless there's a, an accident. So anyway, but we'll just start watching that to see, hey, he now knows I had to keep my gloves and my hat and my coat and my shoes and my... Yeah. Um, but we'll see. 
Yes. So thanks for this journey. Well, this is not the way everybody should train their dog. I mean, you should listen to a dog trainer for that. We're just, just yeah. going to describe how conversation of what we're doing. We're <laughs> training this dog, what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. So thanks for following, guys. Thanks.